Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm going to chat about disconnecting to reconnect. All right, so I have, um, I didn't know if I was actually going to do a solo episode for next week because I was down with such a bad cold um, at the start of my week. But as I'm recording this on um, Thursday before it airs, uh, I feel so much better. And I will just tell you this uh, I went to an infrared sauna for the first time. And it really, really helped me clear up. I had a very, in Ayurveda, we always look at like increases like and opposites heal. And so it was like a, a very wet cough, a wet, heavy, like just tons of snot. I know this is gross. I'm sorry, but that was like coming out. And my husband had it too. My son has had it for weeks. And so I booked an infrared sauna for the first time. And I will just tell you, it really cleared it up like that. Um, as soon as I came home, I was like, wow, I can actually lift weights again. Like I can do my normal, more, my normal things. And I feel okay in my body, um, because of that. And so I'm actually going to go back again tomorrow. Um, so really to kind of finish up drying this out. So I will have to say when you're looking, um, you know, at things like this, like at a cold, like if it's a dry cough that I would have had, and then going into a dry heat that might've further made the cough worse. Cause again, the like increases like, so for me, you know, knowing it was like a wetter base, that's going to be the opposite is going to be obviously drying it. And so that's, that's a little tip, um, totally not related to today's episode. Well, kind of it is, I guess, um, I'll get to that in a second, but, um, just kind of knowing yourself and just knowing, okay, kind of disconnecting from what, what is normal in quotations, like what, is, what does people normally recommend? And then, um, what I found works best for me and a lot of it's Ayurvedic philosophy and a lot Ayurvedic principles. And so just tuning into my own body and knowing, okay, if this is what I'm feeling, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, I also did a ton of castor oil packs because I, I felt it. Apparently I did. I didn't know I did, but the week before, um, I just randomly was like, gosh, I got to do castor oil packs. And so I did them for like um, three days in a row. And then on Saturday is when I got this. So like on day four of doing a castor oil pack, you know, that's when I started coming down with this cold. So it was like my intuition kind of knew, no, let's start packing this on the front end. Cause you're about to get sick. And then I also noticed, and this is something in Ayurveda that they talk about too, is I start, I was like, wow, I have a very metallic taste in my mouth. And again, this was before I was sick. And then sure enough, in three days, I had this, you know, this nasty cold that seems to be going around, um, especially in Minnesota where I live. A lot of my clients have it. Um, a lot of the people at the yoga studio that I teach at, a lot of people have this nasty cold. So it's going around. And so it's just interesting that um, the more that I kind of disconnect from like the shoulds, I started to notice, oh, this is what my body's telling me without putting it together that I was necessarily coming down with this, even though I probably should have seen the writing on the wall. Um, I didn't per se until all of it clicked. I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is very cool. Um, in terms that my body kind of knew like intuitively let's, let's start eating lighter. Cause we want to make sure the Agni or digestive fires are still, are still burning hot. And that's the first thing that usually gets thrown out of balance is that Agni or your um, digestion. So that's also another key. Okay. So that was just totally a side note, but it, it really does, um, I think tie into today's topic of of that disconnection. And the spring, it's such a beautiful time to kind of plant the seeds. So in the winter, it's the time where we start to dream things up, where hopefully we took some time to rest and to go inwards um, and to just sit in the quietness. And if we didn't, you know, the spring season might seem really, really jarring because we went from maybe not taking that rest and then suddenly feeling like, oh, I really need to rest. But then 
boom, it's getting nicer out. It's getting warmer out. The snow is melting. The birds are coming back, you know, stuff is happening. And then we feel like, oh, I'm not ready for this. I'm not, I haven't planted my seeds yet. I am still, you know, in the, in the going inwards phase. And I'm, I'm not quite ready to start seeing these little buds come up because I haven't been working the soil and tilling, you know, the stuff that's inside of me. So that's where I found, um, I've been in previous years this year, I actually feel really content with where I'm at, um, in terms of my own energy with the spring season. I also enjoy the spring to take some time to disconnect. And so for that, um, this is kind of what my cleanse looks like nowadays. And if you're on my email list, I sent out an email, um, last week and I, I just recommended when to do a cleanse and Ayurvedic cleanse and when not to. And I have podcast episodes that were devoted to how to do a cleanse. And that's what I originally was taught from my Western teachers. But now having learned Ayurveda from many different teachers, and in the last few years, I've really listened to some of my teachers who originated from India and talking about cleanses and realizing, you know what, what I used to preach um, from, you know, my teachers that I learned from here is not necessarily the right medicine um, for everyone. And so I'm going to kind of do my own little cleanse and it's a lot of it's going to be looking like disconnecting from social media. I'm taking a week off of screens. Obviously I'm still going to be working and I do all of my sessions virtually now via zoom. So I'll, I'll be doing that and any of the work that I have to do, but I will set strict work hours. And then, um, you know, I'll kind of plan a lighter work week around that just because it is something I can plan for since I run my own business, I can, you know, push things back a week or, you know, push things up a week as needed. But that's something that I'm planning on doing. And then again, I'll take the take the week off of social media um, and just really plan some practices. I'll probably do another infrared sauna, a couple of those that week. You know, I'll go out in nature and on walks. Um, I will probably do some more yoga nidra, some meditations, all of those inward practices. Um, that's stuff that I will do. And I usually try to write this out on a piece of paper because I found if, if you're going to do one of these things, if you're going to take time to disconnect like this, you know, even if it is for a week, writing all of this down ahead of time is so vital because by the time we're actually in it, if we don't have it written down. Um, I found I flounder. Like I don't actually follow through with what I, what I in my head think I'm going to do because it's not written down. It doesn't feel as like set in stone for me, but then I also am like, well, I don't know what to do because that that's going to happen. If you're, if you're someone who's used to being plugged in and always having an agenda, when we disconnect like this, we're going to have that, like, I don't know, five o'clock on a Thursday where we're like, what do I do with myself? You know, like, I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. And then we just open up Netflix or, you know, we go back to old habits really easily, unless we have things mapped out, unless we know, okay, this is what I had planned for this time of the day. So that would be my, my, um, little insight there. Cause that's, that's definitely helped me in the past. And I usually hang that up in my office somewhere so I can kind of just look at it. Sometimes I literally will break things down into a couple hour chunks, like, all right, between two and four, here are some practices that I can do between, you know, five and seven. And then after my son goes to bed, here's what I want to do. Like all of those little things, um, you know, as helpful as you can be to yourself. That's how you're going to set yourself up for success, for really disconnecting. Um, if you want to go inwards. So that's part one of the podcast. I have a couple more parts to this because I wanted to chat about not only disconnecting in the terms of setting up a little, a little cleanse or a detox, so to speak, um, for yourself and, um, the technology and consumption with our, our minds. Um, but also really looking at our connection, um, to what 
what are things that we might be um, attached to? So I had a couple posts last week that I um, shared on Instagram, and I think they're worth diving into a little bit deeper on the podcast. Um, and I know a lot of people actually from, from my email list, I usually send out a survey every year um, at the start of the year, just to kind of get an insight into what everyone wants. And a good chunk of people on my email list don't have social media, which is beautiful. You know, if I didn't have a business, I probably would not have social media either. So I know a lot of people listening might not have social media and might not have seen these posts. And I think this is something that is worth um, sharing on this episode. So one of the posts that I had shared about is um, pausing and being in stillness. You know, how often do we fly through our days and never pause just to connect with our bodies? You know, I've been so guilty of that myself because that's when I first discovered Ayurveda. I'm not sure if I've shared that on the podcast, but, um, you know, when I was about 28, I was working, I just started my business and I was um, also working at a soccer academy. And one of the, one of the main things, the reasons I actually, um, have my business is because one of the trainers locally, um, I had seen, I don't know if she posted a Craigslist ad or something. And she had said, Hey, I'm joining the Peace Corps. I have a big group of clients and I would, I'm looking for a trainer to take them over. And sometimes people sell their client list. Like people have to buy that. She was just giving away like all of her clients and trying to find the right fit. And so, um, she ended up going with myself and I told her I would keep her price point, um, for a few years, which I did and actually still pretty much have them at almost what she originally, um, charged. And I do still have a few of our clients that she handed over to me. And so that was really the, what catapulted me into my business because I came with, you know, I think she had maybe 10 clients and then I already had five or six myself. So, and then on top of a full-time job, that's, that was plenty. So fast forward every Friday at the academy, the soccer academy, I was throwing up at work and I was throwing up due to stress. And I remember John, he was one of the guys who worked in the office and he was my age. And he told Christian, our, our boss, and he was like, I, Andrea, this is not okay. Like she, she's like, she's too stressed out. Like this is every Friday. And he was very concerned for me, which he should have been. I should have been more concerned for myself, but needless to say, I was not because I was 28 and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just, I was tired. I was stressed. I was also coaching a basketball team on the weekends. I mean, I'm talking about just having way too much going on. And I remember a friend came over to my apartment and she was like, Andrea, you have clipping your fingernails on your to-do list. Like that's how busy I planned my day. Like I had to plan that, um, for when my basketball tournament finished on a weekend and maybe like a Saturday afternoon when I didn't have games, I could maybe clip my fingernails. Like that's how busy my schedule was. And so needless to say, of course I was throwing up on Fridays due to exhaustion. Like my body had had it. And I'm so grateful because my, my boss, Christian at the time, he, he ran that small business. It was a small business that I was working for. Um, he, he pulled me into the office and he said, Andrea, I think you gotta, you gotta choose between your business or mine, you know, and he knew I had my business when I, when he hired me and I told him, um, I'm going to choose my business. And so he, you know, he was very sad about it. He wanted to buy me out and I said, Nope, I'm going to try this. And so I ended up just sticking with him. I, I worked for him a couple hours um, which actually worked out fine because in the personal training space, two to four is kind of the dead times of the day. And so I worked for him with um, the elite high school athletes between two and four once they were out of school. And so um, I still was able to um, have that relationship because I really enjoyed working with the kids, but then was able to still fly my wings and, you know, grow my business. 
And I stopped throwing up every Friday because I just was, something was taken off my plate. It was, I just had too much going on. And so within that, I actually flew to Costa Rica with one of my clients and, um, you know, now really good friends. Um, and we went to a retreat, a yoga retreat. And, um, the yoga teacher there was like, Oh, Andrea, you are a pitta. And I'm like, what is this? I don't know what a pitta is. And so I came home and immediately signed up for a yoga teacher training thinking that, yes, they're going to teach me all about Ayurveda. And then if anyone's taken that, it's not what happens. You get a little bit of Ayurveda. And so then I signed up for my first Ayurvedic program, which was with Kate Stillman. And I did that the year I was, um, postpartum with Jalen, with my son. So, you know, that was six years ago now. And so I did a year long course with her. And then a couple of years later, I did Katie Silcox, um, two-year program to become an Ayurvedic wellness counselor. And so I have just deeply fallen in love with Ayurveda and with that completely transformed the way I look at silence and stillness and the way I look at disconnecting to reconnect. And a lot of my clients, um, you know, and I tell them this all the time too, I have a lot of pit of clients and I see a lot of myself in them and they're wanting to soften. They're wanting what I have now in terms of space and how I've cultivated some of that slowness but still without losing my edge because I still am a business owner. I still have to get things done, but I can still crave and create that time for myself, you know, going to that infrared sauna. And I, I, the lady, when she put me in there and she was like, Oh, and here's the TV remote. If you want to watch TV or you can connect your Spotify or, you know, listen to a podcast or whatever you want to do. I'm like, okay. So I brought the TV remote in there kind of as like a safety net, like, okay, if I can't sit with myself for these 30 minutes, like I can turn the TV on. Um, cause I didn't want to have to get out of the hot sauna and grab it and come back in. So I did. And it sat with me and I never needed it. I was like, you know what, let's sit here. And can I be with myself in stillness for 30 minutes? No music, nothing, just me sweating it out. Um, and I was quite pleased that I, I was able to do so. And it was actually quite delightful. Um, and then I went home and later I did a a 15 minute meditation practice. I did a 30 minute yoga nidra that day. And then I also did a 10 minute breath work plus went for a walk out in nature for 45 minutes without any, anything like listening to anything. And so I think sometimes it's like, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of alone time. And it's a lot of um, muscle that I've had to build. So I am able to disconnect like that. So if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could spend that much alone time with myself. I totally get it. Like I I've had to build up to that. That was something that did not come naturally to me, you know, as someone who had to write, writing her, (laughs) clipping her fingernails on her to-do list, like having that space was something that, um, I was craving. And sometimes you're craving it, but you're also scared of it. Cause you're like, what's underneath, what stories are going to emerge? What am I going to be telling myself that I don't necessarily want to hear? Sometimes that can be quite scary. So I will tell you on that side. Um, that's something that, uh, I had to work through because and I, I talked with, um, again, some of my clients, you know, back in my personal training days who are around my age. And we all shared those similar things, you know, in our late twenties, early thirties, before I was married, well, actually I might've been married in my thirties, I guess it would have been my, um, late twenties. We all talked about that. Just the silence can be deafening. Like when you're at, when you're alone and it's like a Friday night, you, you want to do something, but you know, you're in your late twenties. Some friends are married, some have kids, um, people, you don't go out as much just because that's not the lifestyle that you want anymore. 
um, it can be deafening. And I think that some of the reasons that I stayed so busy was because I didn't know what to do with myself and I didn't want to know what thoughts came up or how deep, um, you know, do I want to go with myself? How much do I want to know myself? And I think sometimes that stops us from really, um, disconnecting, you know, so we can really reconnect with ourselves. And so if you're thinking, yeah, that's me. I totally get it. I feel that. So start in a safe manner. You know, that's where yoga came into me and that's where it started. You know, I started with yoga and I started with going to yoga classes and really loving that, um, you know, I can sit in silence in that class and there's people around me. So it felt like a safer environment in terms of, okay, like if stuff bubbles up, like it's okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm in a class. I'm with people. I'm not alone, you know, in my apartment where maybe that felt a little scarier for me at the time. And so just kind of know where you sit on that um, pendulum. Like, what do you need? Do you, maybe you do need that alone time. And you just want to cry in your living room as you do some silent meditation, or maybe you want that safety net of the class there. Um, and you're okay with, Hey, if I do break down in class, that's okay. Because I will say I have done that. The only time I've broken down, I think in a class was, um, I was in LA and I was six weeks postpartum and, uh, <laughs> I was taking a yoga class. And again, I was in LA six weeks postpartum. My body was not what I, what I was wanting it to be and really felt distraught about that. And I'm looking around all of these beautiful women who are wearing sports bras and just toned abs. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just, oh, I felt not great. Also probably had a lot of um, postpartum depression. In hindsight, I definitely probably did. That went undiagnosed. Um, But that's a podcast for another day. But within that, I just broke down. I was in a pigeon pose and I just, I broke down. I felt okay because the music was loud just cried into my towel and it was nourishing. It was what I needed. And so sometimes there are times like that where, yeah, this was, I didn't necessarily feel like it was a safe environment to do that per se, but the music was loud. Nobody was paying attention to me and it felt okay. So sometimes we do need that just ugh, release. All right. So I was going to ta- tackle one more topic, but I think I'm going to save this one for just a completely different solo podcast. So I'm probably going to record that one right after this um, because I don't want this to be a super long um, podcast that kind of goes on and on because I think this other topic could be a completely separate topic that we can dive into. So thank you all so much for listening. And I would love to leave you with a weekly challenge. Um, I would love to leave you with looking in your own life. Where can you disconnect to reconnect? You know, where can you re-examine relationships with the external in your life? Maybe you're doing too many shoulds, but is that really serving you? All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.